exciting guest where a host meets host. And so I'm here with Noor Hassan, the host of a podcast called Radical Contemporary. And uh, hi, Noor. Can you introduce yourself to us? <laughs> hi, hi. Hi, Amina. Okay, first of all, thank you very much for asking me to come on. Uh, this is a bit weird for me, I'm not going to lie. Usually I'm the one asking questions uh, for a very long time, but um, I'm going to try and like settle into it, Mikey. And I'm excited to to talk to you. Okay. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, Radical and like a little bit of a background story. Uh, well, at the beginning, it's interesting because it wasn't um, actually ever a podcast. It was an online magazine that I started because I'm actually a journalist or a writer. But I used to write for a bunch of different magazines. and then And then I just sort of moved to Egypt because I didn't grow up here. I grew up in Jeddah and Saudi Arabia. And I was like always traveling around and then I never used to come to Egypt at all except for in the summer. And then when I came here, I didn't find any magazines that were interesting. I found media scene very like not my personal cup of tea. Any. Yeah. So I just was like, why isn't anyone writing about artists and writers and, and designers and like fashion? Like, where's all this? So I started a like sort of an online magazine. I just built a website and started writing about, like a lot about articles about, about music art design culture all of that and it sort of really like blew up it was really taken yeah and people loved it and it was called radical official back then but this was like 2017 and then I went into doing editorial shoots and um, production video all of this for brands that were up and coming at the time because really this was like 2016 Vogue Arabia opened in the region so you have to understand that it was really around that time where things were starting to like come back to life in a way Mohimma yeah worked with everyone like Kojak, Ukhtin, um regionally like Tanya George, Arwal Banawi all of these people Badin um yeah, and then after that, I started writing for Harper's Bazaar, uh, Arabia. And then I don't know what happened in 2020. I was very bored pre-pandemic. And I was like, I have a network of people. And I really think that it's time to start a podcast. And that was it. That, that was, I think, the best idea ever. Yeah. <laughs> I want to tell you a little story about how I found your podcast. Because I love telling people how I reach them. Yeah. And so I went, I I previously did an episode with Jessica Tutunji and I was with her we were hanging out a couple of days ago now weeks ago but we were hanging out and then uh, I was like do you have any idea of like who would like who's like my cup of tea someone I'd like to talk to she was like do you know do you know this podcast I was like no all I know about the podcast uh, industry in Egypt are a few people that I really don't enjoy their content. So yeah. I, I was like, I want to actually give it a listen. And when I did, I was so happy to find that there's another woman that has a podcast and it's actually like good content. And mm-hmm. it isn't just, okay, I'm not going to backlash on the other podcasts. Yeah. But um, I tell you something, genres are very different than Khali Belik. They are. There's a pod. There's so many types of podcasts, and now, like in 2020, when I started, which was I think April or a little before, yeah, I mean, whatever, 
uh, it was really one of the first podcasts in the region because Anna, I started with guests that were not even Egyptian. Like, yeah, of, was a Saudi, you know, one of the biggest Saudi Arabian artists. His name is Ali Shaban. Like Ali Shaban is is like, and and Natasha Yonan, she's a photographer. Like, I went straight into regional guests. Fa it just made it kida. You know what I mean? Like bigger. a little. A lot bigger but at the same time i realized like nobody's really talking in that way there we have a lot of comedy content in egypt yes like, yeah like what's what's your story like what are you doing you know like there's none of so i was really really happy when i stumbled upon your podcast and i started listening to your yeah. episodes i was like i actually really want to get you on the podcast because yeah. i i like the host meets host kind of setup it's fun i like being the host to a host um, okay, so um, when you started the podcast, what was it like? How did you t- like take that first step? And like, what was your first episode? And like, what was your plan with it, basically? So no, I didn't have a plan at all. What I did was I had not I didn't know anything about podcasting. Like you just asked me what backend server you use. I don't know what one do you use, like, uh, to distribute your stuff? Yeah, Anchor. I use Anchor for everything. So look, at this, I don't know, at the time, I did a bit of research. I just tried some stuff out. And I did get to two, three mics and like um, an interface, okay? And then learned how to edit audio myself from scratch, Meishi, like over the course of a week, my son. It was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And, then start, and then just contacted, I was like, look, I have a very strong network. I'm just going to go for it. And then, so exactly. Saban, the audio was not the best, let me tell you. But um, how I started is I just... I think that's where we all started. 100%. And that's, by the way, where you go back sometimes, Annie. There are times where I swear now, alhamdulillah, I have a production team with cameras and this whole thing. And still, you'll be recording and something will go wrong and the audio will go yeah. wrong. Sometimes there's just nothing you can do about it. There's a car, a honk up there. But um, yeah, that's how I started I love that. And I love the way you you were like, okay, I'm going to get mics and I'm just going to get this started. Like that was, that was, that was really good of you. Okay. Um, so when selecting your guests, because as I've, as you've said, you have guests from like all around and I love your guest picks actually. Like a lot of them, I was like, okay, wow. Like I actually really enjoyed their stories. So when you pick your guests, like what is like the selection process you go through? So, look, I don't really have a selection process. At first, I was very much art and fashion based. um, And I felt like I was sort of cornering myself with Radical Ammatan in the beginning because of all of the shoots I was doing. And and for a very, very brief moment in time, I was modeling in the fashion corner and I don't want to be in the corners. So I was like, you know what? This is going to be about innovative people, successful people, um, that I've done something that pushed the boundary of their field in any field. I did a collaboration with Nike. We spoke to people in sports, like Ani Mazhar, Farah Nofal. thing is that it's someone who is authentic, who is innovative, and Michelin isn't necessarily pioneer, but most of them are. And by that, I mean, you did yeah. something that is different from was happening in your field for example Muhammad Ferris he's an architect but he founded alchemy which alchemy changed pretty much the way Egyptians yeah I mean 
view interior design like I actually love that okay I actually forgot to uh, ask you a question and it was um, like what what's the meaning of radical you your podcast name is radical contemporary so I'd love to know what that means okay so that's a good question it's funny I keep thinking I keep trying to think like why this word right like it's just a word yeah. I for no reason I'm not a 70s kid like mm. I just I like the word because it appears in a lot of different fields like a, a radical in mathematics is is like a form of like an exclamation mark with that thing uh, it means being eccentric being different push in being abrupt bold uh, and I always used to just love the word And then the word contemporary I added later because I just like the radical contemporary. To me, it's like, it, you know, contemporary means in Mu'asir, it means right now. So you're not really attaching yourself to the past. Um, but that's it. It's a very long and difficult name. I know sometimes people don't... Actually, no. I, it's very unique. And that's why I really like it. Hassan, <laughs> with podcast names, people usually just tend to throw their name in. Yeah. And... Keep it at that, I love how you have also like a little bit of a backstory behind your name. Yeah. That, that was really good. Okay, so you said at first it was like a magazine and like you were a writer and stuff. So once when you first started writing and like creating your network and stuff, how did you go about that? And like how, like what are the things you faced that were kind of like struggles on the way? Look, so at the beginning, I was just, I would pitch to magazines to write stories the biggest struggles is that it's a field where yeah I mean, there's a lot of them there are a lot of different magazines but not a lot of good writers Mishi. so i think the most important thing is just prove yourself as a writer like prove your prove that you can um yeah I mean, make a point and that you have the grasp of of the language you know what i mean like there are a lot of good english speakers but not a good not a lot of good english writers delfar and when I asked you like do we speak English or Arabic like Anna Arabic is my first language was English is my stronger language right yeah um, I very much understand that yeah at the, at the beginning Bordu, like since we're on the topic of language um yani, I had this like struggle like should I speak in English podcast like I can speak perfect Arabic it's not that I can't but some of my most of my guests actually at the beginning, would have preferred English. So I was like, why put myself in this debate, you know? Uh, I was just, once in writing, once you write for like a very strong magazine, you get, you get more writing gigs pretty quickly. And one of my first gigs was The Independent in the UK. And that was, um, that was a big one. That's you just build it from there. No, that was, okay. Um, tell me a little bit about I, I don't know how uh, old you are, so I kind of want to know because you said like uh, back in like the independence and like the UK. I want to know how old you were when you got your first um, uh, like so I'm, at the magazine. I'm 29. Okay, so now I'm 29. Okay. Uh, I I just turned 29 October, so I guess I was like maybe 25, 24, something like that. Yeah, I would say 24, maybe even 23. That's good. That's that's still early, though. So that's that's really... Yeah, 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 yeah. 23. And now for a quick ad break, let's hear from our sponsors, Tutoroo. 
طول عمرك بتجيب درجات حلوه ومستني فرصتك في الشغل توتر وجابت لك الفرصه انك تشتغل بدرجاتك وتاخد عليهم فلوس كمان وانت لسه في الجامعه لو انت جايب درجه كويسه في كورس ممكن تقدم كتوتر على www.tutoru.com وتساعد حد تاني متسوح في الجامعه غير كده هتدخل كوميونتي في جامعتك هيساعدوك في اي حاجه تانية انت ممكن تحتاجها مع توترو هتساعد غيرك وهتساعد نفسك sign up now at www.tutoru.com Okay, I want to ask you a question that I keep asking my guests because it's very fun to see what they'll say. So, how old do you think I am? Or like, what age would you give me? Um, how old I think you are? I would say you're 25. 20 what? <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, I'm or, turning 19. Or? Or you're or. 19. I am turning 19 in like a, a matter of days. But okay. yeah, I'm not, not 25, no. <laughs> on Zoom, I'll tell you something. Anna, for me, age is like, if you can, if you're like speaking and you're already podcasting, you're doing something at this level, then somewhere deep down inside, you're not 19. <laughs> I know that's what people keep, uh, I, I live... Half of my friends are like a lot older than me as well. So yeah. I keep hearing the since you go away, you're 19 years the way you um, yeah. See me in person, people people say I look 25 or or like 22, or sometimes I wear yeah. You look, yes, you do. You look very young. You look like a 22, 23. Tell me a little bit about you. I've 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 been following your Instagram a little bit. for a little bit now and I've seen that uh, you're going to be running I don't know if you you're going to be still running a marathon I think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I think running is a is a good thing for you so tell me what you do in your free time and a little bit more about you as like Noor away from Radical and the brand so I love this question because I think that yeah life's not all about work yeah you're not supposed exactly. to be just you know Um, look, so I'm very, pa- recently, I'm very passionate about fitness. I'm not running a marathon. I wish I wasn't, I inshallah, I will finish a 10K, which is not a marathon. It's still really good. It's still really, really good. <laughs> yeah, but, um, so yeah, like, look, um, so I, I used to be a Pilates instructor. So I used to teach Pilates. Now I'm doing a Pilates diploma. So I have to go very soon. I don't remember. But, uh, but yeah, I'm doing a Pilates diploma because Anna, I have, this is actually a little known fact. I don't think many people know this at all, but I have, I used to have scoliosis when I was younger. I don't know if you know what that is. It's a curved spine. So yeah. I actually have, because I got it fixed, I have a metal spine. So like I have a fixation. But this yeah. was something, Like affected me a lot growing up and now in recent years I've been very passionate about like how to take care of my body how to like help other people with this um, condition uh, it's something that on the side I'm really really passionate about because I it was very hard for me to get through so I want to see like what I can do to help people get through it basically yeah. yeah and if anyone doesn't know what scoliosis is you can look it up it's it's a spinal condition but it's actually extremely common for most no oh, i did not know that thank you for the information 
but I do love that you're you're into fitness. I, when I see another person who actually likes likes to move around, likes exercise, I'm very happy. But I'm not a runner. Like, I I hate running so much. <laughs> okay, so um, I you know are. you're. <laughs> eh? We'll wait until you are 25. You will be running. running. Yeah. No, hopefully I won't be running. I'll hopefully stay doing CrossFit and stay there. Hopefully, because this is where I like. I it's my my sanctuary. Um, I started working out with CrossFit. That was the very first. Thing. I I love it. I love it so so much. Yes, I know. It's <laughs> insane. But I do hate running. I just I cannot. I cannot with it. At all. My knees can't as well, even though it's very early to say that, but it's just my knees cannot handle it. <laughs> okay. Um, I know we're on a crunch for time because you have uh something somewhere to go, so I'll try to finish up. So um okay, what's next for you? What are your plans? Uh look, I think uh no what's next for me is since like we said, the podcast became it's weird because sometimes you start um, a brand and it's something and all of a sudden it becomes something else completely. And when I launched the podcast, what ended up happening actually is it became my favorite thing. And that I didn't expect yeah. at all. I thought it was just going to be okay. And that's, you know, I'm just going to do this on the side and just continue doing my production. blah blah. blah. But when I launched the podcast, I, I basically stopped doing production and shoots and editorials and just threw myself into it. So what's yeah. sort of after our rebranding that we recently did in August, which was changing the look and feel and just getting our aesthetic together a little bit, is sort of making the podcast a little bit more, I want to say, like, you know, formalized, not formal, but going into video a little bit more, maybe being a little yeah. bit more regular with posting. But at the end of the day, as much as I like routine, as much as I like being scheduling my life I find that like if you lose that element of being spontaneous you're gonna lose a lot and Anamasa sometimes I bump into like an amazing person and I just go up to them and I'm like hey I have this podcast blah 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 show it to them will you be on it and they're like yeah I can record tomorrow if I have to be like sure and make it happen like the way yeah. you did this like this is why I really respect that you messaged me and you made it happen and I said eight yeah. We're like, okay, if I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're recording this at 8 a.m. Uh, I was like, okay, Mark for history. <laughs> this says a lot, and you have to be in that zone, you know, Fab yeah. focusing more on the, on the podcast, refining it, and seeing if, if maybe that's it, maybe that's what radical ends up being, you know, maybe it's just the podcast, but knowing me, maybe in a few years there won't be a podcast. <laughs> No, hopefully the podcast will grow big and we'll start like uh, going to maybe the red carpets and interviewing yeah. a lot of people. Oh. It, it'll grow big. It'll. I have. I have uh, faith in you. Okay. Um. Okay. So last but not least, the question I love most about my podcast it is tell our listeners tell our listeners, uh, one piece of advice. Just one piece of advice that you think it's, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh. I think one piece of advice I would give is to be unapologetically yourself, which is so cliche and sounds so easy. But I think with our culture, you know, we are um, placed in a lot of boxes 
And sometimes you're scared to just be like the one person in the group or the shilla that's like doing some weird thing or like being an entrepreneur or podcasting. Like, what is this crazy one, you know, yeah. not reform. And uh, it can be hard and you might not get a lot of support at the beginning, but stay the course and be the outlier. You know, there's a book called Outliers and there's a reason for it. So that's my advice. I love that piece of advice. Okay. Uh, tell our listeners where they can find you on social media and the podcast. Okay. So called at Radical Contemporary. That's the podcast and work account. My personal account is at Noor Hassan, N-O-U-R-H-A-S-S-A-N. I uh, don't know how long that one's going to stay around. I'm debating. Why? No, <laughs> I enjoy your content. Keep it. Yeah, I'm a very private person, though. This is actually a fun fact yeah. for others. Uh, and it sounds ridiculous when you say it because, you know, when you're online, it's like... Yeah, uh, who's private online? Yeah, yeah exactly. But that's just my like little um, issue with the personal account. So I'm I'm thinking about it. But so far, contemporary. I feel like um, when you separate the identity from the brand, it allows people to know who they're like. If let's say if you're gonna collaborate with someone, I feel like it allows the person to know who they're working with, to kind of see and have a feel of what they're into, what they're doing, and stuff. Like I'm, I say this with. Uh, the opposite of you I have my personal account that has that has the engagements and stuff and then my podcast account is kind of dead still (laughs) I say that because I feel like I'm I'm very out there and I'm very I have a very big online presence I feel like keep it I feel like it's a good uh, it's a good Uh, thing I see I mean (laughs) (laughs) okay so how does it feel to be on a podcast where you're not the host Oh, that's such a good question. It feels so refreshing. Like, I'm so happy I said yes to this. You're such a good host. And you're, you're super. And I'm excited because nobody else is going to be so big. And maybe one day we do like a sit down. Maybe you can come on my podcast huh? after. I'm, I'm down. I'm uh, down. <laughs> Yeah, like, loved it, loved it. Loved not having to ask the questions, loved answering. I know, it's very, it's very, it's very refreshing when you don't have to, yes, exactly. But I don't have to think about what I'm going to ask again. <laughs> okay, um, I really enjoyed this episode and thank you, Ellie, for coming on. Hopefully thank- we'll do something again in the future. Yes, thank you so much. Mm-hmm.